0: TED audio collective
1: well let's follow the comment you gave me Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. bitch let's talk about Palestine
0: let's shall we
1: let's do it
0: (laughs) I have my rosé right here
1: (laughs) your rosé is (laughs) already hi I'm Ben I suffer from a condition called writer's block it strikes when I'm at work Hey, I'm Dylan Marin, and this is Conversations with People Who Hate Me. It's the show where I take negative online comments and turn them into positive offline conversations. Now, sometimes I speak one-on-one to people who have written negative things to me on the internet, and other times I moderate conversations between others. Today, I'm going to call up a guy named Tufi. Now, that's not his real name, and you'll see why in a moment. But back in January, when a certain high-profile YouTuber gained notoriety for uploading a disrespectful video, I weighed in on the controversy on social media. And in a comment beneath my post, Intasar wrote, Bitch, talk about Palestine. So I'm going to call him up right now with the hopes of doing just that. Hello? Hey! How are ya? Good. You? Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. I'm like, you know, a bit stressed, but you know, hopefully things will get better. Yeah. Stressed
1: in the in the big picture sense of the world, or or the small picture is something happening in your daily life. Stress all
0: of them, all yeah. of those things. You know, when you're when you study sociology and international relations, you you see how they're both really intertwined. And so, big picture stress can trickle down to everyday stress. Yeah, and everyday stress can be just seen as a reflection of big picture stress.
1: Yeah, and then they just reverberate off of each other
0: exactly yes but i would like if uh, my pseudonym is used instead of my first name
1: so do you want to do right
0: can we do intisad is that fine oh
1: oh yeah um then i can bleep your because we get we're getting on the phone with each other and i said hi so i can i can bleep that if you'd like
0: that would be great if you could do that (laughs) because i've known as a lot of people and i want to really keep it incognito you know
1: okay yeah um well I I guess that's a good place to start. Why do you want to keep it incognito?
0: Well, following the gay rights movement in the Arab world, I was very uh, active and uh, vocal. And I was interviewed on camera about uh, my life as a gay person who is Arab. And I told the camera, "Okay, please uh, bleep my uh, like, you know, blur my face and change my voice. Mm hmm. So my television segment aired and they mm-hmm. did not change my voice. They just blurred my face mm. and I got in a lot of trouble. My great aunt said that I should be killed. Whoa. Uh, what? Oh yeah, yeah. It was not good. It was not good. But like, she's just the most conservative one in the family. She didn't really have any weight yeah but
1: I, I mean st- that's that's a pretty extreme thing to say.
0: It is extreme thing, yeah, it's a very extreme thing to say. She's an eighty something year old woman and yeah. uh, whatever she can have her opinion. yeah, uh, but I think I'm excellent.
1: <laughs> Look at you. Um you were talking about the fact that on that TV interview you wanted your voice blurred. Are you okay with your voice being your voice on this podcast?
0: I'm okay with it because a uh, few
1: people have heard me speak in English. So, but, but meaning just con- just double confirming we, I won't be distorting your voice, and you're okay with that, right?
0: No, no, no. None of that robotic stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Okay, great. Your voice will be your voice, which is lovely. So, uh, and just correct me on the pronunciation, Intisar, right? Yes,
0: Intisar.
1: Intasar, and Intisar, the reason we are on this call right now is that you, uh, well, we intersected online because I had posted about someone who will just uh, name a popular YouTuber, and this was back in January, and he had become... Pretty widely talked about for pulling a very uncool stunt. And I weighed in on it on my Facebook page. And then <laughs> you commented, bitch, talk about Palestine. Please. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Intasar, why did you write that?
0: Well, I was actually annoyed that that dude bro was getting more attention than he deserved. Mm-hmm. And I was especially pissed when I saw your post about him. I was like, you too, Dylan. Really, you too. Why Why were you pissed? Because uh, I think like there's a ton of other things Americans especially can pay attention to and influence. Like This guy actually does not care what you think about him, but if you put your time and attention into something that you can change, It's a more productive use of your anger, like the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe outside of America, but I think Arab lives are just as important as American lives, Mm -hmm. especially in a world where you all have more power over my life Mm -hmm. uh, than you think you do, and certainly then vice versa. You know, like I Mm -hmm. have no influence whatsoever over your lives, but your votes can literally like change my life. How so? Well, first of all, if you uh, vote in a particularly conservative way or if you vote for somebody who is uh, pro-war abroad, mm-hmm. um, this person will wage war abroad probably in my part of the world because it's a popular destination. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So America li- represents liberalism to th- in the Arab mind. Mm. So when liberalism is destructive, some of us say that, okay, I reject all of this and we'll do the opposite of it just to spite America.
1: Is this a trend you feel of American digital people not giving enough weight to issues abroad?
0: Some of them do, but I think in general it's not an American problem. I think me, the nature of attractive media is that it has to be prox- like there has to be proximity mm-hmm. for media to to be prosperous. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to report about. A dolphin crisis in Antarctica to somebody in the Sahara. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not exactly appealing. But in this day and age, where we are so connected, you know what I mean. When globalization has really brought us closer together, and where America has um, naval military bases around the Middle East and helps some regimes that does not help the other, I think it's very pertinent that that American audiences really pay attention to what to what to what their taxes are going to. Mm and i wanted to point out palestine particularly because i think it's such a tra- tragedy and it symbolizes very well the um consequences of insufficient attention to a cause
1: yeah i i i mean i understand why you wrote it i think i think there's also and, and this is i just want to be super clear this is not me pushing back on you but i also think we can't always all talk about all things. And I've adopted this new kind of mantra that I try to follow of like, I don't want to weigh in on topics that I'm not an expert in. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I Exactly. I understand you completely. Mm-hmm. You, there's no way you can cover every single issue in the world. But there are issues that I think are more uh, consequential than others. Mm-hmm and there are issues that are more consequential to particular people than other issues. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the context of gay people, or we talk about the context of social justice, um, I think the Z palestinian conflict is especially pertinent mm-hmm. and it's not received enough attention for many, many reasons. Um, but obviously, thanks to you, uh, among other people, the trend is changing, and uh, hopefully we'll see some uh, improvement mm. Well,
1: like I said, I I do think it's important for people to be talking about issues abroad when it's much more rewarded and much more easy to talk about, you know, nearby issues that we know about or stories in pop culture that everyone is talking about, Um, which totally is a trap that I fell into, you know, um, <laughs> but at the same time, like... I don't want to necessarily be jumping on topics and and reading one headline and then a few paragraphs and then being like, great, I'm gonna write this whole post about it and I'm gonna to totally show people how much I know. Um, do, do you know what I mean? I I just think like, yeah, 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 I I think while people should also while people should venture out of their News comfort zones. Mm-hmm. That they there should also be an important admission of not necessarily getting on your microphone when you don't know much about a topic. Do you know what I mean?
0: I say exactly what you mean, and I thank you that I thank you for being so cautious and so professional about things because most people aren't. You know, most people are just very opinionated and they just say the first thing that pops into their mind. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just but it seems you know, like you
1: pay the price when people don't speak about the issues that are affecting you, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. And it's not just me who pays the price. There's a lot of people who do that, you know, we're like we're in 22 countries. Yeah. Uh, the Arab world is a big big place, yeah. you know, and uh, and so I find it urgent to talk about these things because they influence The society's perception of sexual minorities, because America's actions can, like I explained, influence liberalism in the Arab world, and this can influence the lives of sexual minorities in the Arab world. So, by talking about this one issue, the effect is a lot bigger than just talking about some some idiot, some like some buffoon on YouTube. Right. You know. Right. Well, let's
1: in fact follow the comment you gave me mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. bitch let's talk about Palestine
0: let's shall we
1: let's do it <laughs> I
0: have my rosé right here
1: <laughs> your rosé is already.
0: <laughs> stay right there
1: we'll be right back before we continue I just want to say thanks for being here Also, you can be on this show, too. Has someone said something negative about you online, or maybe you've said something negative about someone else? Either way, after this episode is over, go to www.conversationswithpeoplewhohateme.com, where you can fill out a guest form. And if you don't want to be on this show, that is totally cool. I appreciate you just the same. Maybe consider telling a friend about this show. Word of mouth has brought this podcast around the world, so your recommendation goes a long way. All right, let's get back to the conversation. Intisar, you have a firsthand view of what's going on. As someone who is physically close to what is happening, and you know we won't give any more details, but what are the things that you can kind of report firsthand? What are the things you want us to know?
0: Well... Uh, first of all, I want you to know that I love Americans and I love America. Mm-hmm. This is not a lecture session. Mm-hmm. This is just uh, a hopeful nudge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I want you to know is the the land that's being that's that's contested between Israel and Palestine is uh, a very you know important land. But if you go to Israel right now and you look at how the children are being taught the map that they are taught in schools includes land that is not officially part of that state yet Mm -hmm. so they're telling them from a very early age that this is where we are going to be whatever happens this is just the way things are Mm. granted same thing can happen in Palestinian schools there's a lack of compromise but the thing is there should not like be that much compromise demanded from the Palestinians because they already lost so much if you look at a map from how Palestine used to be in the 30s and 40s and how it is now, it has been effectively uh, watered down to just two territories where Israel has a presence, where the Israeli currency is used, the people are taxed, and they cannot even vote in Israeli elections. Mm. So what Israel does is it allows um, settlers to just take Palestinians' homes, Mm -hmm. and these settlers are backed by... Uh, pol- Israeli police forces. So you're kind of taken from your house. This is your house. You have a deed to the house. You have the keys to the house. Mm-hmm. But this person thinks that they are more worthy of living in this house than you are, simply because of their religion and their cultural uh, heritage and their lineage. Mm. If
1: if you could distill this conflict to the simplest terms, how would you describe it?
0: Okay. Um, after the Holocaust, mm-hmm. Jewish people really suffered a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is this is not a point for debate. Mm-hmm. But what's going on now is that there's just a cycle of violence. Because under international law, Israel is an occupying settler state. Mm-hmm. This is under international law. So this is not an opinion, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, In Gaza, right now, you can only get electricity for a certain number of hours a day. So to make it very clear, you cannot really do a lot of shopping Mm -hmm. because the food will rot. Because the Israelis are afraid that if the Palestinians have uh, a lot of resources, they will use those resources to attack. Mm -hmm. So they strain the resources. They control how many calories enter the area. Mm -hmm. It's that control.
1: Would it be fair to say that it is ultimately a a wrestling for land.
0: Yes, it is a wrestling for land that is very, very messy Mm. and uh, involves a lot more than just two people. Mm. It involves a lot of people. Mm. You know, it involves Russia, it involves America, it involves Europe, it involves the Arabs, but America plays the most important role in this wrestling match. I
1: I mean, I, I also think that this, like illuminates why you were particularly upset that I was posting about a famous YouTuber who messed up, you know, because I'm, you're saying that America has plays the biggest role in this and I by no means represent America. Um, definitely, yeah, definitely not no, all of America. <laughs> no, 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 but I, but I get it. Like I understand your frustration. Um, here's another question for you. In talking about this, do you ever get accused of being anti-Semitic?
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, I'm going to continue to say Palestinians are humans, Israelis are humans, our children are children, I am a fabulous gay man. I'm going to say all things are, are factual mm-hmm. at all times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, it is Pride Month, so how are you celebrating pride
0: um existing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't exactly i haven't really thought about that mm. it's not something i grew up thinking about it's just i'm, I'm living and i'm taking care of myself mm. and um i'm talking to my gay friends and we comfort each other and we bitch around and i'm just existing and i think that's a that's the laziest way to be proud. It's just to exist. No,
1: I don't think it's lazy at all. I think I th- I really believe that Pride Month, um, you can celebrate. You know, I I think Pride Month can be celebrated however however you want, and I think just existing is is perfect.
0: Yeah, I'm existing happily and healthily, and that's the goal of Pride Month.
1: And safely too.
0: Mm. Um.
1: And only answer this question if you feel comfortable. But how out are you?
0: Um, well, <laughs> I well most people know about me, but I don't really introduce myself. Oh, hello, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. No, I don't do that. Um, I do that after I kind of sense the person's level of liberalism, mm-hmm. as I'm sure some some gay people can relate to this. Um, so I'm out to most of my family. It's just um, certain members, I don't think they can take it. Mm. And I want my inheritance. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> my inheritance to me is a lot more important than a statement. Yeah. After I get my inheritance, the gay pride period will be in my house. <laughs> right. But until then <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm going to be like, you know, I'm gonna like play it safe. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see me with like a fan over my face. Mm. Because uh, I'm outspoken, I am really gay, I love being gay, but I really would like my inheritance to remain intact. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so you're going to see me smile in a really bitchy, sassy way, but I can't show my full face just yet, honey. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're just
1: teasing the audience, you know?
0: You know, Vala Chachki better watch her back. <laughs> she better look out for me. <laughs>
1: yes, ma'am. Okay, I see you.
0: Um, that's yeah. that's amazing. I went to America for a little while mm-hmm. to visit some people. And when I was there, I wore high heels every day, and I just strut around high heels in <laughs> Philadelphia. Yes, ma'am. And I was like, yes, I am here. I am
1: doing this right now. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Um, that's amazing. So... Do you think in your lifetime you will be able to wear six-inch heels at home?
0: Yes, I certainly think that's possible. But uh, it, it, but like uh, my age at which I will do that depends on the actions of the West, particularly the United States. Mm. So I hope that. Um, y'all will take us into consideration because I don't want to be rocking six inch heels when I'm 84. <laughs> but I'd rather rock them when I'm 45. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: If, that, if that's not too much trouble. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah.
1: You. Do, thank do it you, so Ch- Intasar can wear six inch heels at home. Um, no, I, I, I totally get that. Um, well, I usually ask this question at the beginning, but we got on such a roll that I didn't. But separate from all of this stuff, separate from where you're from, separate from the conflict, separate from everything, tell me about
0: you. I am an aspiring scandalous author. <laughs> uh, so I have I'm I'm finishing a book, and I'm looking for an agent and I've been published in the Gay Lesbian Review. Um, and in other publications. And yes, look out for me because this is not the last time you shall hear Mm-mm. of it. <laughs> yes, with a tongue pop. Yes, yeah, man.
1: Yes, <laughs> with a tongue pop. Well, I think I know the answer to this question. But I ask it in almost every episode. Do you regret writing your comment, bitch, talk about Palestine?
0: No, because <laughs> we have this now. I know,
1: I know. I know. <laughs> Look at us. Um, well, Intasar, it was great talking to you, and I'll see you on the internet.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Same. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to be a guest on this show and take your own online conversation and move it offline, please visit www.conversationswithpeoplewhohateme.com for more information. Conversations with People Who Hate Me is a production of Night Vale Presents. Vincent Cachione is the sound engineer and mixer. Christy Gressman is the executive producer. The theme song is These Dark Times by Caged Animals. The logo was designed by Rob Wilson. And this podcast was created, produced, and hosted by me, Dylan Marin. Special thanks to Adam Cecil, Emily Moeller, and our publicist, Megan Larson. We'll be releasing episodes every other week, so I'll see you in two weeks with a brand new conversation. Until then, remember... There's a human on the other side of the screen. Ooh, we're racing, racing through these dark times. And it's hard to take it, but we're gonna make it through these dark times. Make it through these dark times. dark time